0: This is Richard Lett, and you're listening to the Yuck Yucks Comedy Podcast.
1: Now you can sample or track your favorite comics and see our upcoming events. It's all there at YuckYucks.com.
2: Be sure to visit us at www.yuckyucks.com. Twitter. Twitter. And follow us on Twitter using the hashtag YYCP.
1: Is going on, my little Yuckie This is your host, Jay Hirsch. Welcome to the show. And in case you are wondering, you are listening to the Yuckies Comedy Podcast. I always feel the need to say that every week, even though uh, I'm sure you guys know how to read labels. Um, but for those of you who do not, uh, yes, I am your host. This is the show, and we've got a great one lined up for you today. Before I jump into that, though, uh, how's your week going? Not that I'm expecting you to answer telepathically, but uh, from what I've seen on everybody's uh, social media as of late, everyone is doing great. Everyone is doing fine. I know I am. We are in the, I think, the fourth week now of the Yuck Yucks, uh, Yuck and Comer, official 2016 amateur comedy competition, the one that I'm hosting anyway. Uh, but uh, check your local, local, <laughs> your local soul. check your local listings, folks. There are always amateur competitions going on at a club near you. I know a good friend of mine, Pat Coppolino, who I mentioned last time on the show uh, from Hamilton. I think he's doing a uh, a uh, go yuck yourself amateur comp uh, but yeah check the website yuckyucks.com. there's always a ton of uh, amateur shows and and uh, ways for you to get involved in comedy. But yeah, the competition is killing it. Last week, we had over 80 people show up for Amateur Night, and it was absolutely amazing. Uh, huge crowd, uh, great, great response. Uh, all the comics did amazingly well. And you know what? I, I I always feel this need to go up on stage and tell people, you know what? this is very difficult to try this is very difficult to do so so give these guys and and ladies uh you know a fair shake uh and but you know what i i don't i don't i don't have to say that cuz everybody uh, that shows up there is is super nice we don't have any hecklers knock on wood we don't have any uh any real assholes that have showed up, uh, giving these guys, uh, you know, giving these contestants a hard time. Everybody's up there, uh, just trying it out, doing what they love and following the dream. And, and that's all you can ask for. And I think it's a wonderful thing to see and it's a wonderful thing to witness and, um, glad to be a part of it. So again, check your listings. If you want to come see my show though, the, the amateur show, uh, the one that I'm hosting this year, I shouldn't say it's my show. I'm just hosting it. Uh, it's at the Calgary elbow river Casino. And it runs on Tuesdays from 7 till about 8.30, 9 o'clock, right around there. By the time we get done and we get out of there, it's probably about 8.30, 8.45. Uh, but we got tremendous talent. And like I said, last week was an absolute blast. Hoping for another great one uh, this week as well. On the show today, we've got a great comedian by the name of Colin Hollett. Colin Hollett, everybody. Now, just to give you some backstory here, Colin is a comedian from Newfoundland. I was out on the road last year, last summer, uh, and I did a little spot out in Kamloops, did a little spot out in Kelowna, and I walked into the club and I was watching Colin perform. He was headlining a show there and did absolutely amazing. Uh, I, instant fan, huge, huge fan of his, and I, I think he's just brilliant at comedy. He does such a great job of of bringing some of that East Coast love, that East Coast vibe and feeling and energy and, and funniness, and, and he really makes it work all across Canada this week though. My good friend Colin did a video, a viral video. Uh, sorry, it went viral, but uh, it was a video that he posted about just kind of the hypocrisy around the licensing around shutting down a daycare right next door to an adult massage parlor. Now, some of the preschool parents apparently were getting upset that uh, they had opened this place right next door, and you know quite a bit of customers were going in, but uh, anyway, Colin, being him his funny self, went out there and uh, ended up doing a a uh, a little, uh, uh, a little bit, I guess you could call it, a little video, a little monologue about the uh, the funny part about a, a daycare having to be the one that moves, <laughs> or or licensing one there, and then of course having that place move instead of actually having the adult spa move. But anyway, he did it in a very funny way. Uh, but during this this video, he had made a reference to one of the neighborhoods there in Saint John's and uh, got into some trouble because there was some very loyal uh uh people uh from from this neighborhood called Shea Heights that got very upset about it and uh and of course uh came on the attack on him on 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 Facebook and, and kind of I think kind of missed the whole point of what the actual video was about and got upset about uh, him calling out that neighborhood. Uh, listen to the interview we talk about it we talk about his true intentions behind this post and, and how you know he kind of makes fun of he makes fun of every place there and and, uh, and I'm, I've heard of Shea Heights and and, uh, and I can tell you right now that I know people that uh, have lived there that have come from there um, as you guys well know, I used to be married to a Newfoundlander and uh, beautiful people, wonderful people. But just like Calgary, there's neighborhoods everywhere, any city you go to, where they've got reputation. Now, is it always uh, people living up to that reputation? No, of course not. You know, there's there's uh, you know there's dirt bags in every corner of every neighborhood, uh, not just Shea Heights. And, and from what I understand, Shea Heights is gorgeous and beautiful and just wonderful people. I think it just got misinterpreted. I think people uh, took it too personal, and uh, you know, it, it was just a joke. You know, at the end of the day, it, it was uh, it was just a joke. And, and, and like I said, every neighborhood has uh, you know people in it that uh, give it a bad reputation, but that doesn't mean that it encapsulizes the entire neighborhood. People from Shea Heights, you're beautiful. We love you. Everyone loves you, and I'm sure Colin Hollett loves you. But without further ado, let's go hear it from him, my good friend, Mister Colin Hollett.
2: that and just uh, you know
0: just,
1: yeah. and then, like have a just uh, trying to you know have a real life and a social life but stay you know be, uh, like just, just busy man yeah man <laughs> just busy just busy that's good man I, so I think the yeah. big question is right now is uh, are you currently in witness protection at all or are you are you roaming the streets of Newfoundland <laughs> of,
2: I'll roam the streets whenever the fuck I want to roam the streets <laughs>
1: I love it, man. I love it. Oh, I love that attitude, man. I love it. I love
2: yeah. it. One guy told me not to run the streets of a certain area. Like, yeah, so, so, like, because I made a joke about his area—a fucking joke—that like thousands laughed at. Literally, literally, a hundred thousand people laughed at and, and here then some others take offense to it. And like, honestly, I had when I say I had about 20 to 30 people right. comment and say, man, what are you talking about? One of the place in the world. Say something else, I'll kick your fucking head in. <laughs> like, it was pretty much, like, in a nutshell, the comments I got, 20 or 30, they'd open up You don't know what we're talking about. We're so we're so nice. We're some of the best people in the world. And by the end of the comment, it's like I'm gonna fucking kill you
1: for your (laughs) mother. Oh my God, man! The, oh, yeah, like, and that's and that's minor. Like, that's that's my okay. So, so let's okay. So let's let's backtrack here a second. Let's slow down. Let's let's fill everybody in on what exactly we're talking about. My guest today, of course, yeah. is Colin Hollis, comedian, great guy. We had a chance to meet uh, back in Cologne about a year ago. Coming up this summer, uh, dude, you're you're a tremendous talent, uh, fun guy, always a blast to be around, good natured. And, and you put out a video uh, on the 8th of April. It's now gotten close to 95,000 views on, on YouTube. And and if you just type in Colin Hollett's name on Facebook, it will say, because now it, it keeps track of, of uh, metadata and all this type of stuff, trending things. It says, Colin Hollett, 59,000 people are talking about him. If you type it into Facebook. <laughs> it's a hundred percent true yeah yeah if you just go if you just go to the search bar on Facebook where you type in your friend's name and I type in Colin Hallett it will say 59 thousand nine hundred and thirteen people are talking about Colin Hollett. so there's these ongoing conversations there's these ongoing posts at, this all stemming from this video you posted about a neighborhood just outside of okay where is it st Saint John's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saint John's. Okay, so this is a neighborhood in Saint Saint John's, and it's referred to. Well, the name of it is Shea Heights.
2: Yeah. So yeah. So Saint John's is a city, right? And like every city, you know, you have neighborhoods. Sure. You know, for the city. So one of the neighborhoods or communities or whatever you want to call it is called Shea Heights. Now everyone calls it the hill because it's up on a hill. Right. Right? <laughs> like, and, 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 and that's what it is. Everyone calls it the hill. And so, and they you know, like, and listen, and I fucking said this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I said sure like, like but it's known. Like, it's known for being a hard spot, a right. hard neighborhood, right? Right. right. Now, a lot of that, because a lot of shit has happened out of that neighborhood especially in the 80s and the 90s, right? Sure, sure. But, I mean, and the reason they're getting so defensive is because they're right. There hasn't been a lot of bad stuff come out of there in a, in a nice while right. and there's been way, there's way, way more shit coming out of other neighborhoods than there. Sure. But it doesn't matter. It takes decades to to erase the stigma
1: and everyone knows that the, it's, it's, and it's just a fucking joke, right? So... Yeah. So, I, so, I, I so, say ex- that. so, explain this. So, so, for the people that haven't had a chance to watch this video, what exactly is the video about? Well,
2: the video is about how. Okay, so the East End of the city is known as like the more uh, upper class sure. area of the city. The, the wealthier people, the more professional uh, people, uh, and uh, and uh, they also have uh, the reputation of uh, being a bit more snotty and looking down on. Uh, other people and, kind of the people being, who,
1: who, who think that they're a credit to uh to uh society out there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, 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 uh, is everyone like that over there? No. No, they're not. Like I like I live on the East End and I make fun of the East End all the fucking time. Right. Right? There's shit that I hate about the East End. There's things I like about the East End. Sure. Like it's like the city. This is my home and there's things I love about St. John's Newfoundland and then there's the shit I just ate about St. John's and Newfoundland, like we all do. Right. It's a lovely relationship on this island. And there's a the one islander that wouldn't say that. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> right. We, always make, we always make fun of ourselves here. Sure. We're known for doing that. Right. So, anyways, so very good. Um, over on the East End, you know, the the, the, the more proper crowd, mind you, right. that's what makes it so fucking funny, yeah. is that right next to, like, the most prestigious, argument, the most prestigious subdivision in the province, uh and, and it Is a preschool, so where they can all send their kids. And right next to it, opened up a rubber dog. Right? <laughs> an adult go and get yourself shut off, right? <laughs> and what happened was, instead of getting so busy, right, that that kid that that these people, these 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 these, these uh, professional people, these people who are better than the other crowd. We're, su- were supporting that so much that they, they, they started pulling their kids out at a preschool, right? right. Because they didn't like them with their kids being next to a dog, which is the dumbest thing ever because the kids don't know what the fuck is going on there. Sure. Right? Now sure. they tell them. But anyway, so it's just, it's just hilarious that our rubbing dog is on the east end next to a preschool and now the preschool got shut down. It's so, right? So, so then. But in the CBC article, because it's a news story on CBC, right. and in the CBC article, it says had a parent child disappointed, but none of them say that they're surprised,
0: right? Right. right.
2: And it, it doesn't make that comment, but like that's something I noticed. Is like now in one of the interviews, like there was like a couple different parents like chiming in, right? And what well, I noticed that none of them said that they were surprised or blown away. Sure. And they 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 just said they were disappointed. Right. right. And. And I was like, and nor should they be surprised because this happens all over the city when you got one thing next to another thing that is like night and day. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. And I started giving, and you got like nice things or normal things or whatever next to like adult things or or fucked up things or whatever. Yeah. 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 And I gave other examples. And then the example that I use, and this is where the beginning of the conversation comes in is Cape Spear is one of the most financial destinations in the world.
1: Right, everybody Especially knows it about it. it.
2: Sure, it's, Yeah, it's the most easterly point in North America. Right. But the, the little neighborhood town that you got to go through to get to it is Shea Heights, which is known as being the most hardest fucked up neighborhood. It's got <laughs> that stigma. But it's, it's a province. <laughs> right. So I made a document how I got that right next to this beautiful... Worldwide destination, and I called it. And you got to, and I said, and I said, you got to go to the crime old cousin fucking Shea Heights to get there. Right. That's what I said. Right, right. So then all the crowd. Now a lot of the crowd from Shea Heights roar at that, because sure. they can take a joke. Right. Like a lot of my fans are from Shea Heights, because I, you know, I, 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 a lot of my fans are kind of the ones who are a bit more grassroots or rougher edges, or you know, people can take a joke type of thing, right? Sure. And, but. There was ones up there, man, because they got a lot of pride, and I and, and I respect that about them. As right. and you know, because they're they're tight knit, and they are own they're almost like their own little city within the city, right? Like right. they got they are they really are, and, they'll, they'll, and, and they're great for that. Anyways, some of them lost their fucking mind, <laughs> and, and and you know what? I, I, I get it. I do get it, I, and I, res- I even res- and I respect it. But what was fucking hilarious about it was that is that they're like, man, we're not crying, we and only and fucking. What are you talking about? And then and then even, and by the end of it, they're saying that they're going to kill me. <laughs> and now and now and and how everyone up there is their family, so don't mess with them. So in the same breath, he said. They said they me. What well, is the crime, Riddle Stigma? And then they said it to everyone in the family. What well, is the cousin fucking stigma? <laughs> <laughs> you know oh my mean? god! Oh. And they just totally, like, anybody like, oh, and it, that's where the real goal is. The goal is is in the comments more so than
0: the video, right? Right. right. I, I mean, I,
1: you know what? Like I, I found this I found this video j- just so that people kind of have a, a, a backstory to this. I found this video. Uh it was it was going viral. There's tons of people posting about it. And and I've I've got a connection to Newfoundland. I used to be married to a, a girl from uh from Mount to Pearl. Uh and, and, and yeah. there there was there was tons of chatter about this going on. I watched the video. I thought it was hilarious. It was well done. It was very funny. Uh I'm not sure if you scripted any of that or not, but if it was off the cuff and just impromptu man, it was it was a brilliant video. And but oh, as right. a, as I saw the comments, you go through like, you know, one through about 10 or 20 and everything is like, "Oh man, this is great." This is and then you slowly start to see The Shea Heights people jump on board and start to literally rip you from limb to limb. And what I think is funny, though, is that I think it's so like it's so true in a sense that every city, no matter how much work you've done since a certain point, will always carry a stigma to it. There's areas here in Calgary in the northeast that are absolutely great and it's safe and it's brilliant. But the fact that you say northeast or if you say a certain neighborhood, there are negative connotations to it. They've tried to break that stereotype, but it's all kind of in good it's in good, good fun. People know that if they go there they're not gonna get beat up or they're not gonna get killed or whatever. It's just got it carries a stigma with it from years in the past, or it being, you know, on the wrong side of the tracks or the wrong side of town or whatever it is. I remember my ex wife telling me stuff, oh, that's so and so from the Goulds. And I don't know if the Goulds is a neighborhood over there or a place or something like that. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, go cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So she's she, I mean, so she would even say stuff like that. Her friends so I think these these kind of negative connotations about these neighborhoods, they've been going on for years and years and years. This isn't something you just picked on Shea Heights and just gave it a bad name. Like this is something that's yeah. it's carried a reputation for a long time, and people are upset that they haven't shaken the reputation. But at what point do they not understand that this is just a joke? This is just all in good fun, it's comedy. <sighs> And, and you made fun of different places in St. John's. It wasn't just Shea Heights. Dude, I shit. on
2: the East End. I said all the parents on the East End are dropping their kids off and they're going next door and getting jerked off <laughs> because, they want, because they want to get away from their shitty voices, Right? They're, and, they're, they're, and I'm saying that half a crowd over in the East End is invisible marriages. Right. Uh, you know, trying to look better than everyone else. Meanwhile, they're getting rubbed in little Asian women. Right? <laughs> They got yeah.
1: Nobody got pissed off.
2: And I'm a fucking East I i on the East End. Right? <laughs> and I shit on downtown. I talked about you know how you you know he got sure. the, the the like I get it. Don't get me wrong. Like it was definitely without question the harshest comment in the video. Right. Like cousin fuckers is like I get it. It's harsh. Right. <laughs> It was all in
1: good fun. So, okay, so, so, so since... Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I thought it was honestly, I thought it was much ado about nothing. And, but, but this really Colin, this really got some traction. I mean, you, uh, there's yeah. a lot of people that have come out talking about this. Uh, it seems to be the majority has been in your favor. Everybody see, you know, sees that this is a joke yeah. and, and you oh, were messing around and, and, but, but there is a large segment that you said as well, there, there is a, there is a demographic there that have actually reached out to you on messages uh Tell me about the fallout from that, man. Like, what, what are some of the messages that you've got? I've seen some of the stuff that people have posted comment-wise, but what are some of the behind-the-scenes ones that that, that you've received? One guy said he was going to smother me.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> He's
1: going to smother you.
2: What a, what a woman way to kill someone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I swear to God, Hollit! I swear to God, if I'm laughing at this guy, and in a year from now they uh, he finally makes his way out west and and uh, and smothers me, and uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna sue, I'm gonna sue the Hollit estate. But uh, so he said he was gonna smother you.
0: <laughs> Holy shit, man! You just don't say
2: smother. We're really and adventures, smothering someone. Like you'd say kill. You just say kill, right? But when you, but when you, when you say you how you're going to do it, and usually it's a like shooter stab, or usually it's something like completely overboard. Sure. That's you know to to express their rage. But when you get pinpoint to smother,
1: you know, as <laughs> I'm as gonna put is, a like, pillow over like, your face and smother eyes, you.
2: He he pictures his hand <laughs> over my mouth, but therefore he can be shutting me off and killing me at the same time. And he's like. He's probably, like, smothering me in one hand and jerking himself off <laughs> on the other one. Off on the fact that he's killing this little asshole. That right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> my <laughs> God, man. Oh, my God. he pitch in his head. Maybe it was at the Robin Todd. An <laughs> Asian woman is jerking him while he smothering me. Right? One hand is over my mouth. The other one's over, pinching my nose.
0: Right? <laughs> <laughs> All I can hope for is that the Asian.
2: Kid, dude,
0: you, know, you, know, you know, let him go out on top. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> I'm crying, man. I'm crying over here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is why you need to go see Colin Hollett. Whenever he comes out to a town near you, you need to go see Colin Hollett. So you must have gotten some, I mean, you've got some great bits coming out of this entire entire situation
2: is, is that I I would, I think I'm gonna, I hope so. You'd have to. Yeah, right, I do, but, like, here's the thing, is that, like, even that whole thing I just said to you that time, Right like, that was all in the moment. Like, I never thought about any of that. I kind of just, in conversation, I said it, and you laughed, so, okay, that, maybe that's a bit for stand-up. Maybe I should say exactly that on stage, because this is how I write my shit. Like, when I started comedy, I was actually a very clean comic when I started, I should say very clean, but I, I was definitely... Way cleaner than I am, and right. uh, sometimes even my topic might have been a little dirty, but like the delivery was very clean. There was no swearing, there was nothing uh, grossly graphic, none of things like that. I used to do. Uh, I remember my first when I when I got my first like solid twenty of middlin. Like right. I, there was no cursing at all. Really, uh, and then. Yeah, there was nothing, and I had everything written, and I knew, and I I remember when I I wrote my first five minutes, like, I wrote it it out, almost like a screenplay, and I knew exactly, it it was been a week writing and rehearsing, like, crazy, and then I, like, I had it memorized, like, a script, when I was doing it on stage, it was, I was memorizing, I knew exactly what sentence was coming after the next one,
1: right, right, Right.
2: and and I knew when I was going to pause, and I knew how I was going to say each word, and
1: how old were you you when you first went up? 23, 23. And, and
2: 22, 22, 23, something like that.
1: So f- fill in some of those spaces before you got into standup. What the hell were you doing?
2: I was working as an electrician.
1: Oh, really? And so like right out, out of high school, you you, you started working?
2: Yeah. Well, well, here's what I did. I went to the fish plant for two years after high school right. because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I seen all my buddies. No, I'm a, but I've seen a lot of my friends going to college and university not knowing what they wanted to do. They just went for the sake of going because they're afraid if they didn't go now, they never would go. Sure. And so they went, and every year, they're three, I mean, they're three years in, and like every year they were changing what they were studying. One year they're doing engineering, the next year they're doing business, the next year they're doing nursing, whatever. Like, because, oh, I don't like that, I don't like that. And And I was 17 years old seeing people going through that, and. I was like, okay, I don't want to be that guy. Like, I want to go and actually finish whatever it is. So after two years at the fish plant, um, I, I knew I didn't want to do that anymore. I was sick of that. And I was like, well, I'm going to go get a trade. <laughs> what was your and
1: job at the fish plant?
2: I was just, it was a sec- So we just made like, we made like the Filet-O fish burgers for McDonald's. Oh, okay, okay. And like fish sticks for like President's Choice. Right. Uh, and stuff like that. and. And whatever, so we we're processing plants. So every day was different. You're just on the assembly line, picking out fish sticks that were that were fucked up, or like uh, you know maybe you were putting boxes into bigger boxes, and just packing boxes and taping up boxes and putting them on pallets and stuff like that. Right? Gotcha, gotcha. Plants. Right. So, um, so I did that, and then we did electrical. So I was at electrical, and and um, then I was out home to my block. I was playing hockey on my days off. I used to work up on the rigs. see twenty days off on the rigs and it's eight days home. Good Lord. And, uh, why?
1: I said, good, good Lord, man. I don't know. I don't, I I know a lot of people that, that do that, uh, you know, that, that work on the rigs and stuff. That's a tough living to make, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It was hard on the soul, right? Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, and I, uh, and then I, uh, and then I saw, yeah, I was home on the, the days I played hockey, and I fucked up my shoulder. I lit, me and my brother were on opposite teams, and he went to take a slap shot. I'm so competitive with my brother. I lit down to block his shot. No gear on, mind you. No gear. <laughs> and ball hockey. Play, playing ball hockey with a hard hockey ball, not even shin pads. And I lie down and block his shot. And I fuck up my rotator cuff, and I can't go back to work. because oh, I can't no. even move my arm. Right. So then I go back and do my block. And when I'm doing my block, the comedy the comedy club just opened up. I've never done stand up comedy. And uh, like a lot of people never in the city. There was, you know, and uh, I was going with my roommates. Every week, every second week we go to Yuck Yuck and uh, we watch. And I was thinking, uh, fuck man, that looks like some fun. I'd love to get a couple dozen buddies out some night, you know, get a crowd out. Right. Uh, even just even a half a dozen or a dozen buddies. Got bombed for five minutes and then when I'm in my fifties, you know, like a kids and shit, I got a story. You know, sure. remember that time I went up and did this type of thing. That's all I was meant to be when I'm drinking around the kitchen. Remember last year when I went up and found that comedy club? <laughs> right. Anyway it's all it was meant to be. So I, and then I ended you know, up yeah, I ended up winning that competition by just, you know, fucking fluke. And then they uh, uh and that's how it started. Then then I got off for the gig uh when it kind of all started was I got off for the gig too uh, after Ireland and I, couldn't, right. I couldn't get it because of work. Sure. I was, and, and I found myself even finding gigs hard to do, um, here because of uh, service. So I quit my job to take a gig. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there always seems though, so, but, but, but there always seems like every interview I've heard about comedians. Yeah. There, there's been a lot of them that have had that defining moment in their career where they're just like, you know what? The gig is actually more enticing than this job, you know, at a call center or, you know, I'm stuck in a cubicle or what. I just said, fuck it, I'm leaving. That's it. Right. It, and right. you kind of had that, you had that moment.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because I knew, like, like, I was like, I can't be turning into gigs yeah. because of work. This is bullshit. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, I, like, what I would make in a day... At, uh, at, uh, at at that right, you know, it, it could take me weekends to make doing comedy. <laughs> to make <that> a comedy. <laughs> but like, <laughs> like, you know, it was uh, it was, but that's what I wanted to do, man. You know, and, right. Uh, so I took all my money from the rigs and and and, and then I, and I maxed out three credit cards on top of that. Wow. And uh, and and started up, uh, got into real estate because I see my brother's a realtor and I see the flexibility right. that you have being self-employed. Sure. And that I can fly away to other provinces and do gigs, and I can just pass off all my clients to another realtor. Right.
0: right, right.
2: So, and my brother, I can pass it off to him. He can look after my clients, and then when he goes away on vacations or whatever, I can look after his clients. Sure. So I've seen that, and then but what happened was, was that to build that, like anything, and it's like comedy too, like it's like anything with self-employment, you you... You know, to get good at it, you really got to focus on it really hard and put a lot of work into it. Right. So comedy ended up going on the back burner, so I could, so I could really put in the time to build up real estate, so I could get that to a level where I wanted it, so it could finally go hand in hand with comedy.
0: Wow.
2: So that's what. It, so I kind of went, you know, a couple of years off the radar. I was just doing, you know, got a corporate gig here and there, but I was doing, I wasn't at it like I was. Right. And then um yeah so then eventually uh and then I went through a really bad breakup uh and came back into comedy and when I came back um I came back completely different I came back more like I don't write anymore like I I write like I my writing is right. author speaking now right and like I'll write down like a word or a topic type of thing May, maybe maybe a couple Maybe a couple punch lines that I think maybe will go with it, right. and then I just go up at an open mic, or I'm at a house party on the floor, or kind of like I was just eating time I have the big me, and and I just and I just riff, and sometimes it's dog shit, and sometimes it's good.
1: Yeah, right? man. Yeah, you know that's so interesting. Like when you and I met, uh, you were doing yeah. a spot out in Cologne. I think you were headlining a show out there, and uh, and you went up, and, and I'd never seen you before. I didn't really know what to make of you. I, I kind of at first I thought I was like, "Wow, he kind of he's kind of got that." Uh, uh, you know, like Larry, the cable guy type of look to him or something like that, you know, kind of like an everyday guy, blue collar comic, you know, and then you got right. up and you just fucking blew the room out of the water, man. It was insane. I was just, <laughs> I sat there for 30 minutes with my jaw dropped and I was like, who is this guy? And how, do I, how come I don't know his name? And, and from that moment, that first show, I was like, wow, I'm a fan of this guy for sure. What has been your experience like since you you know, got into comedy and you went across the country because you've been coast to coast and, and you had, you've had gigs all over the place. What has been your reaction from, because a lot of your comedy has to do with Newfoundland being back home, but it's funny because a lot of the comedy people can resonate with people understand. Right.
2: Yeah. So, um, that was my first time out in the West coast Right. when you saw me Oh, really? and that was my first, yeah, my first time go, because that's like, I don't like like I stepped away from it, right? Right. So I was like two or three years where I wasn't doing anything, man. I went like four years of getting off the island. Right. Right? So <clears throat> I uh but like so that was my first time going out west and uh it was awesome man. Oh my God. That was that was so awesome. It was such a step in the right direction I felt. Right. Um you know like I went up there um really definitely more nervous about BC right because BC and Newfoundland man it's black and white the two put it like there's some similarities in the fact that we're both on the coast and we're both on the edge like it's coastal people but the coast is just like we're such a more rough in the edges um uh, like, it's, it's, it's like it's like the personalities reflect the weather right you know? It's a, it's a really harsh, rough climate here, you know? Sure. And it's always windy and, and snow and rain and everything else. And then you go over to BC and everyone's much, like, everyone's, like, it's, like, it's more like the weather, right? Right. It's, like, especially like in Kelowna, like, it's just, the weather is just fucking calm and cool. Like, and by cool, I mean just, like, it's deadly. Yeah. Like, you know? like, <laughs> yeah. It'll be cold. Yeah,
1: like it's yeah, it's got a very like laid back California it. vibe. Yeah, it's just yeah, so relaxed.
2: It's like California, and yeah. it's like, but like like it's like like weed is a big part of the BC culture. More chill, sure. Like here, it's very Irish. So drinking is a big part of the culture.
0: Right, right,
2: right. And and it's and it's just much different. So like and like i here. Like like we're not politically correct. We're the least politically correct. Right. And I like I found you go out right there, and everyone's got to be so politically correct, and there's and you know, and, and so I was I was worried about that, right? Uh, but my my gigs in BC actually were better than my gigs in Alberta. I thought like I mean, I thought well, Alberta, there's like there's a lot of Newfoundland, there's a lot of East Coasters, sure there, so you're either gonna have people there from the east coast or you're gonna have people there who definitely work or have friends that work with you from the east coast so they're right. gonna get it. Yeah. Right? Yeah yeah. And, and the gigs in Alberta went well like the in Fort Mac was great. Sure. Uh, and then Edmonton was I had I had a couple really, really hard shows in Edmonton. Like did not like horrible. Right. It was great. I still loved it because it was such a good learning experience. Right? Oh, I bet. They, yeah. they, 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 were so, they were such eye openers. Right. And, like, it was, like, I love that. Yeah. Like I, I, I took those and analyzed the shit out of them to, you know, to try to make me better and more well rounded. Right. And I had some spots in the region that went well. Sure. Went well, right? Yeah. And then I did one spot in Calgary and that went okay. Uh, and then, yeah, and then BC was just, like, I went to BC thinking, well, if, it was okay. Like I'm gonna <laughs> bomb BC, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and But, oh fuck! I love BC. I can't wait to go back to BC. Yeah,
1: BC is pretty awesome, man. I love the vibe out there. Oh. I love the people out there as well. But but you know what? It's oh. it's so you, you did gigs where you did where uh, where did you play out in BC? You did Kelowna. You did Vancouver. Kelowna,
2: cool Vancouver. Yeah, I yeah. did. I uh, did. Uh, so did the at um, at uh, Vancouver, or uh, uh, Kelowna side. Kelowna, and yeah. I did, uh, and I did two spots at the comedy mix uh, in Vancouver, and then I hit up another oh, three or four open mics or whatever, right? And um, with, with that, right, just uh, just stretching my legs out and 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 whatever. And like I didn't, like it was just a lot, you know. It was just it was low key, right? Uh, but it was uh, like the crowds and. The comedy mix were, were great. Yeah, okay? like 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 good, good solid crowds. The rest of open mic, so you know you're getting, you're getting what you're getting. The room full of comics, and sure. you know, scatter when you know you'd actually would like a really well promoted open mic. You, you know, you might get twenty or 30, 40 people out, which is great right. for an open mic. So um, yeah, and it was, but well, I loved it, man. It was uh, the feedback overall. The feedback overall was was excellent. And That's like amazing, like man. I say, even when it, even when it wasn't, I like. I took that as an excellent thing like i i i spent it as a positive i spent it as a a learning experience and a, and you know how to improve from that so yeah it still good
1: so so it when you came great. back from your from from that trip, did you come back feeling even more energetic, more motivated to keep on going in comedy or 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 what was the feeling like coming back home
2: what a question what a question it set a fire in me, like nothing else right like and it really gave me the confidence because, see, Newfoundland, we're so different. We're so unique here. Like, like And anyone will tell you that. Right. Um, so I was really, and I have done spots, you know, in Halifax, going really well. But Halifax is very similar to St. John's. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're like they're like a sibling almost is how it feels like when you go there. Right. Um, when you go, so Ontario, I've done some spots in Ontario. I've done well in Ontario. Um, but I've never been in... But I've never been out west, and it's, I know it's completely different. I was real, and I didn't know. Like, man, like I, I had, I had no idea up to that point. Like, as my, as like, as are anyone gonna, is there, are they gonna get it? Right, you know? Right. Are they gonna, are they gonna, like? Because obviously, for any joke to be funny, it's got to be relatable. You got to know what the fuck you are talking about. Sure, or, you know. And and I am like, is my stuff gonna be relatable? Is my style gonna be relatable or adaptable? You know. Right. So I've really. So forever, to, like, my whole life, I've always had a lot of self-doubt, thinking, yeah, okay, I'm doing good on the island, but that don't mean anything, like, right, just because right. I'm doing good here, right? So, But then when I did I was like, oh, fuck, I, I, can, I can make people laugh outside of here, like,
0: awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, well, I think that, yeah, I mean, I, I could see how that, you know, that, that's very motivating, it 's very inspiring to, like, when you realize your comedy resonates coast to coast, man. Like, that, that kind of gives you... A, a little bit more of an energetic push to to say, like, hey, you know, this is feasible. This isn't just funny to my buddies, you know, or this isn't just funny to my family, or this isn't just funny to the people that live here. This is funny to people all across the country. Yeah, that yeah. must be a great, great and it's, feeling, and, man. And,
2: it's, and, it's, and it's, that that is an amazing feeling. Yeah, yeah. Like it's one like it's like getting up on stage in general is the best. Like and making people laugh, right? Is and then every comic will tell you, like, that's why go through a, all the shit that we go through.
0: Sure. You know? Yeah.
2: Uh, you know, because just for that feeling of being on stage making people laugh, it's it's, it's awesome. It's The adrenaline rush is just it's, it's awesome. And so, it's one thing, like, and, that, and that's anywhere and everywhere. Right. That's anywhere in the world. Every comic in the world will tell you that. So, you get up in front of your hometown and do it and it feels amazing. That's, that's it it's So, when you can leave your own man and now you're making people like it's like it's like amazing times too
1: yeah it's like yeah. It's,
2: it's even that much better like that's amazing dude oh' it, it, it's like that feeling on steroids is
1: yeah what it feels like yeah See? yeah yeah so, so, right. so now, now that, that you've carved out a nice following for yourself, you've got a good fan base, you've got, and obviously now with this video, I mean, this is going to put you on the map even more. I mean, this is going to get, you know, probably, I mean, you know, let's, let's, let's be honest here, man. Like nine, over 90,000 hits, you're, you're well in the way of a hundred thousand view video. Uh, yeah. and this isn't just something that, that is, that is going viral there. I mean, I've uh, a good friend of mine, Lisa Baker, who you well know, another great comedian, from Newfoundland, yep. and she came out with uh, a video uh, in response to yours, and, and of course, very supportive, and, and was you know telling people to eat a dick. <laughs> I think one one comment this lady <laughs> said to Lisa Baker something about why don't you act like a woman and stop swearing, and then she said well, why don't you follow directions, and number one is to go eat a dick or something like that. <laughs> like. <laughs> I just thought, man, that is just golden. That is that is so perfect for Lisa Baker. I love Lisa to death. She's a she's a great, great performer, great comedian, uh, tremendous talent. And, and we had a chance to sit down, but but even she she came out and said, "Hey, listen, like you know, people, relax. This is a joke. This is a you know." So so, I also noticed. So like when the comments started rolling in, uh, you were being very good, very gracious, very patient with people. And, you know, reassuring them, Hey, listen, like, Hey, settle down. You know, this is just a joke and relax. And, you know, it was just a, a two second thing out of the entire video. And then as time went on, I think you just kind of realized like, listen, I'm not going to be able to to respond to every, every single piece of vitriol that comes across, you know, my comment section here. Eventually you just started saying, fuck it. You know what? I know people in Shea Heights are good people. I don't have a fear of walking in, you know, my own city or whatever, Uh, but, but what happens from here? Like, what are are you, are you, is this the end of it? Are you still getting messages? Are you still getting tons of comments?
2: Um, there's more comments again today.
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Just when you think the fires have smoldered there, it's still, there's some flames.
2: Yeah. This video has been hot all weekend. Uh, you're starting to see cool down now. Right. Um, it only got a couple dozen shares. Or something today, and right. you know a couple comments. Be you know because like, and that's and you've seen the rea- like that's that is small compared to what was getting in the other days, right? I mean, right. There's literally there's literally what there's over thirteen hundred shares, and there's literally hundreds of comments.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. There's, there's yeah. There's there's right now. I think as it stands, there's there's one thousand three hundred and forty two shares. Um, yeah. well over a thousand likes uh, and it's even got a section now for top comments. <laughs> so, you don't <laughs> see those very often. It will say recent <laughs> comments and top comments, which is meaning people have actually voted some of these comments up in the, in the hundreds. Um, yeah. But man, I think comment wise you're somewhere at the 300 mark or something like that. Something, something close to it. But people have had some very strong opinions on it. People, uh, people, <laughs> <laughs> so, Oh, this is just some of the stuff I'm, I'm reading right now. Oh, is I'm just
2: a little piece of shit, man. Like I think about them and I just giggle like a little shit in when I think like, like they come in and they, they think they, like, and they're so harsh and they're so mean with some of their comments. <laughs> and I, like and they do it. And I know what they're thinking. Like, I know they're out to try to, like, hurt my feelings and, 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 and like, put me down and, like, and whatever. And then I just respond. Like, and I don't respond online. Yeah. Because I respond with respect. But sure. when I read it, like, I, like, to my, like I, I I giggle and laugh before then I give a respectable reply. And I, and I, and I've chosen to re- reply respectfully. Right. Because I do respect them. Right? Right. Like. And, and and it was it was never to, um, it was never to disrespect them. Right. It was just to make people laugh, which it did, right. And that's all it was meant to do. It was nothing more. That that was the point. End point. Make people laugh, and right. it did. And that there you go. So
0: whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well well, just 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 so people just so people don't have facebook because there's there's there are people out there who are not connected necessarily with social media just to read a couple of comments here uh uh, a lot of people saying you know hey listen uh i'm from the hill it didn't offend me i laughed you know poking fun it's obviously a well-known stigma um one of my favorite (laughs) ones was uh uh someone wrote uh uh this 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 lady had came on <laughs> about your reference to the to the sex store, uh, hawk and dildos and sex toys, uh, uh or 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 I, I yeah. In one of the parts of the video, you mentioned that there was a, a dildo store next to a or, or a sex <laughs> sex a sex toy shop next to a, a a convenience store or something like that, and a lady yeah. actually came on posting. Her website saying, hey, you guys want to buy adult sex toys? Come to my website. She even got in on some of the action, man. People were, oh, it was Dynamite. Tiffany Dix is her name, by the way. People want to go check out her online store. I love that
0: comment, man. That was
1: amazing. Yeah. 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 She's, she's hawking she dildos her on her
2: business. Say, she
1: plugged her sexual health. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> it was dynamite. I thought, man, this is, this is great. And, but, but, but in all honesty, I mean, it looks like like the majority of comments on here were people supporting you and saying like, listen, like, you know, this is getting out of hand. Listen to the video for what it's, what the real, you know, what the real purpose is behind it. And, uh, and, it, 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 it it's, it's just incredible. The, the amount of response that, uh, that uh, you have gotten from this, man. This is uh, this is just unbelievable.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I know. It's, it's funny that like, I, the, the purpose of the video was just to show, like, it's really, because uh, a lot of are saying you're bashing Shea Hoax. I'm not. If I'm bashing anything, which I'm not, I'm not bashing anything. Right. Because you wanted to say, I would have been I'm bashing City Hall right. for their fucked up zoning.
1: Yeah, and, and the licensing that they would kick the daycare out over over the, <laughs> the rub and tug.
2: Right? They don't have anything zoned. Like they got a strip club across the street from the town hall. <laughs> two, the two, two separate strip clubs different, right across the street from City Hall. <laughs> Department of Corporate Services. Backs on to sirens.
1: Oh my god. Oh.
2: Like, like, they got a brand new shopping center with a with a beautiful parking garage and there's a Starbucks in in there and restaurants and and, and, um, and, and a couple like uh, there's a shoe shop place and everything in there. <laughs> That's like two streets two, two streets down. So you got you got yes, yeah, so and you got the city hall and then two streets down from that, you got this beautiful shopping center but the street in between that and not just the street in between, but actually in fucking between them. Like, like you can stand up. If you were a bird, you could stand. Like you need stand up on the shopping center and look straight. You'd look at the strip club, and then you and you look past that. You're looking at the city hall. <laughs>
1: Comedy gold, man. You've hit Colin, you've hit a gold mine. You've hit a gold mine of, of, of material here, man. This is uh, this is dynamite stuff. This is dynamite right? stuff, man. Holy yeah. shit. And it's, like, and it's just like it, like yeah. Like and it, so that's the west end.
2: That's the west end for
0: you. Right.
1: <laughs> people people from Shea Heights have got nothing to worry about. This is the West End, folks. Right? Jesus yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Unbelievable, so like, dude. Oh, Unbelievable. And, and,
2: like, you can't write it. It is what it is. And, like, like the um, like the response, yeah, the most of it's seen here. But, like, that's what it is. It's City Hall, and they're zoning. Like, they're so fucked up, man. Like, they're zoning. They just allow anything to happen anywhere. But I right. love it. But I think that's the way it should be. That's exactly. Like, some parts of me hate it. Yeah. Because, you know, but other parts of me love it because, it it helps keep everyone rounded. it because if you got if you got too much good in one area, right, and then all the shit in another area, now you're dividing people and 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 you you're having the, everyone over in this area is getting too high and mighty,
0: right, and right,
2: whatever, and this crowd over here is getting too low and bitter, and and and, and that's not good. You got to throw fucked up shit Absolutely. Into it. So, to, to bring people down. So, putting a, I thought having a Robin Dog on, the, on one of the most prestigious, right in the subdivision, pretty much, of the most prestigious subdivision of the, of the city. And, and, and you know what I mean? Right there next to their daycare, their preschool. It was poetic justice. It was beautiful. I was like, Fuckin right. fucking right. Fucking Fucking you know? Fucking well, part of me loves that they're like that. You know, you got the city hall and you know, but then you right across from the street is Amber right for
1: a smoke. Yeah. Absolutely, man. <laughs> it's, just, it's such a it's such a brilliant hypocrisy about zoning and, and licensing and all this type of stuff. And and the fact that you were able to to uh, to bring it out in this video and, and just some of the lines you used about Aunt Marg and uh, and and your you know your sister Sarah, all this type of stuff. And then at the end I've gotta leave you happy because that's important. <laughs> that was it is such a such a well done video, man. What's okay, so before I I let you go. What's up next for Colin Hollett, man? Where can people see you? What do you have anything on the books you, you want to plug? Do you have a website? Do you have a do you have a Twitter? Do you have what do you got going, man? Yeah,
2: uh yeah. my Twitter and my Facebook, both of it is just Colin Hollett. Twitter at Colin Hollett, C-O-L-I-N, H O L L E T T. Um, same thing with my Facebook, it's just simple. And um, YouTube, if you just type in Colin Hollitt on yeah. YouTube, your videos of me will come up there. Uh, my Facebook is my real bread and butter. That's where my real followers are at. Right. Um, you know, I don't like YouTube. I I, I like Facebook for yeah. sort the of videos. Right. Um, it's just it, it's just it seems uh, people like the Facebook videos more. When you put it on YouTube, it's like oh, because everyone's su- everyone's such a lazy piece of shit now <laughs> that like. Like, they're scrolling down the news feed, and I'm like, I gotta click play on that, all. Oh, I don't want this to play automatically when I'm scrolling. Ugh. So it's just like, <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play, press play on that because it isn't right now. Oh, right, like, right. So, Facebook, it's like, it's there. It's it's here you go. Like, I'm spoon feeding it to them. Yeah. Um, which they seem to like. Um, uh, so, there's that. Um,. Yeah, um, and um, any
1: future plans no. for coming out coming out west, or, yeah. or you, you got any gigs oh, coming up?
2: Saying, I don't have any. I don't have anything booked. I got like a couple gigs here on the island. Right. Um. I got one coming up in a couple weeks. Downtown, um Water Street, uh, the art gallery, I believe, is the name of the venue. Uh, it used to be Red Velvet. It's brand new. It's they new people took it over. Renovated it, nice. a whole other theme. It's a whole other style. So uh, I'm doing the first comedy night there. Uh, I think it's the 23rd, I believe, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Right.
2: Um, of April, and I think that's what it is. And I got another gig for in May for a charity for kids for cancer, um, raising money for that. And uh, and I got another gig in Marystown. I'm just hosting. I'm just emceeing. Nice. Um, comic uh, here on the island, Brian Elwood, he's doing a Newfoundland tour and as a favor to him, my uh thing. thing well, and, and it's a gig for me too, but yeah. like, I'm from Marystown, so I agreed to host and help promote that show to help uh, bring up my, my, my followers out there, right. you know, to, uh, to see him and he got Mike Lynch opening up for him, so uh, they're friends of mine and they're really funny and I want people to get to know them, so I'm kind of sharing uh, that platform with them and then Hopefully, after that, they can go out and do without me, and you know, hopefully, create their own fans that night. So uh I got that going on. But with this, video, I, I didn't know this is going to take off like this man, this video, right? Like mean, I do this right. Like, this isn't the first time I've had a video go off like this, right? And uh, you know, I'm kind of getting a little niche there for myself. And uh, but I didn't see it coming. I don't ever know what I'm doing because I always do them off the cuff, right?
0: Like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: You asked me earlier, was it was it written and? I kind of got sidetracked because that's what I thought was because I can't fucking talk like a normal person. But, I, <laughs> yeah, I just did it. I just I just pulled up next to it and I just filmed it and that's what I said. But, uh, um, yeah, so, but it went off and I'm like, well, fuck. It, I didn't even know. You, you're you telling me now that the, there's 67,000 people talking about me on Facebook. Or whatever. Oh, yeah, so, man. Oh,
0: yeah. Um,
2: I didn't know that, but I did know, obviously, that it was, you know, that I was getting a lot of shares and views and, and, and whatnot. So I'm like, well, fuck, now it's time to get something booked fast while people are still talking about me and, and whatever. So I don't have anything booked, but I am going to have shit. I'm going to book shit like this week now. I'm going to have to.
1: Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And, and, uh, yeah, I,
2: I, I want to do the crowd. The problem is, Jake, is I'm independent. Right. Right?
0: Sure. And I'm my own agent right now. Right.
2: And I haven't really have, like, Cause here's the thing, none of the comedy clubs want to book me, cause I got this following, and none of them will book me because they don't know me. Right. And I'm like, well, I do comedy for a few years, I got a following. Right. And they're like, yeah, well, there's other comics that we know what have following too. And I'm just like, oh, fuck's sake. So like now I got to call up places, venues that don't do comedy. You know, or theaters. And a lot of times theaters are locked out months in advance. Right. And it's really hard, man. And Like, like casinos and stuff. So being independent is really tough. But
1: I can that, imagine, man. Audience, that, that, that is very tough unless you've got, you know, somebody in your corner that's, you know, constantly pushing you and, and, you know, getting your name out there and all that type of stuff. That must be really, really tough to do.
0: It's the worst, man.
1: Yeah. It's
2: fucking worst. And, like, you know, and then trying to get people in... And you know, and, and do that thing. I'm like, I could get, and then there's some comedy clubs that will take me, but they're like, they're like, yeah, it's seventy five bucks. Right,
0: right. <laughs>
2: and I'm like, I gotta I'm, gonna sell it I'm not I'm not going to sell it. I'm not doing it for seventy five dollars. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it's there's there's but I'll figure it out, man, and I'll sniff out some venues and get some shit hooked up. And uh, for anyone, I and I got a website now, ColinHolland dot com. Beautiful. Um, yeah, and I got a podcast. Uh, I'm going to be recording my own episode uh, in the morning. Obviously, with the about this video. Um, so, uh, and I upload the podcast on the SoundCloud, um, YouTube, and my um, my my fan page. I uh, on Facebook, um, so you can hear it whenever. I can't get it up to iTunes. I don't know how to fuck to get it on iTunes.
1: Oh, you know and, what? And- we'll talk about that. I I can definitely help you out with that stuff, man. Yeah,
2: because i try trying to keep. A bit of RRS code. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, uh,
1: no, the uh, the RRS feed or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I
2: have no idea what that
1: is, and like, I, I'm just like, well, man, ours, <laughs> <what I'm> <laughs> <laughs> I love that motivation. Uh, iTunes is like, sorry, man, you're not doing it right. You're like, huh? Okay, well, fuck it. You know, we'll just <laughs> we'll go with SoundCloud. <laughs> Brilliant, man. Well, you know what? You and I will talk off the air. We got lots to talk about, man. But uh, yes, awesome, you know what? You're a tremendous talent, and it's absolute pleasure getting to catch up with you, man, and, and talk about this very important topic. It, not so much about freedom of speech per se, but but just about creative freedom, and, and and you know when people take jokes the wrong way, and if they don't take jokes at all, you know the right way. And and I, I think it's a it's an important lesson, and, and it's something that that a lot of people should talk about. I mean, we're very PC, and and people worry about that stuff all the time. And, and you know what? There's nobody that's going to go to Newfoundland. That's going to avoid Shea Heights because of Colin Hollett's video. So I'm, I'm sure Shea Heights will continue to be the wonderful place that it is. And, uh, you know what? Everybody can take a little ribbon back and forth. So, so I, I hope that people understand that and know that it's all in good, good fun. And, and, uh, and uh but colin man hey congrats on on a dynamite video congrats on it going viral and uh oh, dude I, I look i look nothing forward more than 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 to see you come out west again and uh and start conquering some new uh some new lands o- over here
2: yeah man me too i i can't wait and uh you know it's all, it's always exciting we'll definitely be in on that. and it's uh it's gonna it's gonna be fun man i feel i feel like uh is going in, a step, uh, in the step in right direction again this year. So that's that, that's the that's the plan every year for it to get a bit bigger, uh, more followers, bigger shows, and uh, I really feel like that. And uh, you know, people like yourself uh, having me on the, your shows like this mm-hmm. um, means a lot to me, man. It really helps with me. Uh, me, you know, be, to be able to, to tackle these things. So, thank you for having me on. I Absolutely. really, really, really appreciate that
1: big time. Absolutely, man. And uh, for those of you, again, be sure to check them out. Colin Holland, everybody, and uh, we'll sure, be sure to put your information up on, the, uh, up on the board there for people to take a look at, man. Thanks again, Colin. I appreciate it, brother. Thanks, brother. You take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Alright right, folks, and there you have it, the wonderful Mr. Colin Hollett. Great interview, great talent. Pardon the audio problems there. Some of the audio dropped a little bit here and there in some spots just because it was a cell phone interview, so there's not much we could do about that, but um, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know I did, and uh, give that video a watch, folks. Uh, Great, great video, and very, very funny. Uh, Again, Mr. Colin Hollett, thank you for coming on the show. Hey, on behalf of myself, your host, Jake Hirsch, and of course, the entire crew at Yuck Yucks, Mr. Mark Breslin. Our executive producer, Kira Williams. Our webmaster, Camille Serovi, who makes all this possible. And, of course, my boy, Mr. Lane Argue, who hooks up the custom intros. That's right, the man with the magic fingers on the acoustic guitar. Mr. Lane Argue, be sure to check him out. We've got his info up on the podcast site as well. And a description of each episode, great guitar player and teacher. And I think that's it great episodes coming up folks stay tuned we will see you next week